Welcome back to the Starting Five Podcast on SB, SB, I must say SB Nation. <laughs> Reverse that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Starting Five Podcast on Grizzly Breath Blues Bluff City Media Podcast Network. I am the one, Pete Shark. What's good, everybody? Just the three and knee guy, Trev. But like the great Aubrey Graham says, man, just hold on. We're coming home, and I'm on my way home from this island. It's, it's, it's getting too bad over here. Yeah. Um, speaking of returning, I'm back. It's Sheedy. And yeah, I don't want no part of that um, island over there. Uh, that island is forsaken. It's like that island off Martin. Uh, never mind. I won't go any further. I'm sorry. Big fella. Uh, somebody needs to send a nuke to that island ASAP. Just bomb it up. Get it out of here. Just go away. <laughs> At Tab Shakir, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Most importantly, Grizz fans that you're probably going to hate. All of us by the end of this podcast, but ask me, do I care? Mm, not really. Hey, it is what yeah. it is. Yeah, that'd be all right. But the island that she is referring to is Sillingan's Island on the episode of Martin with their fake, um, their fake possum. Oh, oh my god, fake possum. oh it's, my god, entertainment. yes, that was hilarious. But get back to the Grizzlies, as y'all know. Unless you be sleeping on the rock, I doubt you had because the way Grizzly Nation was acting, we definitely ain't sleeping on the rock. Nah, they sleep right now from the late. They ass sleep day. right now from staying up uh, your last night. <laughs> they knocked out right now. Boy, broke our hearts at midnight out here. It was just ten o'clock your time too. So looking for you. Man, I wanted to tweet it, but I want to just say all my pettiness for this podcast. <laughs> hey, this is up, but of course, game four. Yeah, we no point of mission to game three. We had plenty of other podcasts on network that's been recorded since then. So, ain't about to mention the nine point quarter that happened in game three. We're just gonna move on to game four and do our game four recap. Greece is lost in the overtime 117 111. After LeBron James hit the game time layup to take game to overtime, and then the older Lakers, a tired LeBron AD who looked super exhausted, somehow outlasted a team that's. Full of 22, 23, 24, 25 year olds. The youngest but, team in the playoffs. Let's just let's, let's keep it real. Let's keep it what it yeah. really is. Found the way. But first time half start. Of course, we're missing a fifth member, Skyler, the shooting guard who always starts out first. We're gonna reverse it. We're gonna start with the big man who really is a point guard. <laughs> in case to tell, he's, he's gonna a start point first center. Point center, he's a right? Point he like you're like yeah. he out here like Jokic. Jokic. Yes, sir. Go start with him because he's been all year. I mean, all this year been saying. He was right. You know, have core yeah, offense, yeah. closer. That's what they need. All of that. So right. You have the ISO. Get the hell out the way. Give me the ball. <laughs> no, really, man. This is one of them times when, as a Grizz fan, I don't like being right. But this is something I've tried to warn each and every one of us that's been listening and talking about the Grizz on how our youth is going to get in the way of us progression as a basketball team. We literally saw that on the court and off the court last night and all in one pieces i'm here to say i said that lakers and six y'all get ready whoever got the game five tickets it's a wrap y'all finna witness the last of this season for the grizz god willing i've been praying to the basketball guys for the last two years i hope he answered my they answer my prayers to uh by wednesday get dylan brooks off this team i hope it's the last time we see dylan brooks in a grizzlies uniform I am embarrassed as a Grizz fan. I said even people want to baby the Grizz. They want to do this and that. Oh, they put up a fight. Y'all put up a fight and lost, by the way, against the old bear who said, uh, the, y'all guy said, hey, put give me 40 and I respect you. Okay, he did. 20 and 20. That's 40 to me. And a half AD. AD was a shell of himself from last night. That's one of them games that we should have won. And what's the thing that I've been saying for the last, but damn near this whole podcast uh, for this year is that we needed somebody to help close games. Desmond Bay had a great night, but ladies and gentlemen, he played 47 minutes last night. He damn near took 30 shots, which is what I like to see, but still 47 minutes is crazy. When you got 90, when it's 99 tied and you're going full court, and you literally, you, I thought he tried to dunk on LeBron James, but you literally go into LeBron James, backtrack a previous play before, previous two plays before, when you get to the rim and you try to you try to attack and get that foul call. Ladies, what have I been saying? That John Morant was going to try to get to the lane and get a foul call in L.A. 
and he was not going to get that. We saw that two times in a row before he literally goes into LeBron James. Why not pass it? Why not pass it? Decision-making is what hurt the Memphis Grizzlies. That's on the court with John Morant. That's on the court with Coach Jenkins. And that's off the court with, with, with quote-unquote, King Climbing. We knew that rebounding was going to be an issue in this series specifically, and you didn't address that. You went and signed a rookie outside of signing a, a veteran that could have easily came and helped us. But now nah, you want to put your, your trust in these youthful Grizzlies. And now when these youthful Grizzlies who's been saying, hey, we ready for the smoke, we find in the West, we this and that. Now when the smoke clear, that's when they disappeared. You can quote me on that. I'm going to be a rapper. Like, come <laughs> on, y'all. John Moran disappearance in the fourth quarter has been abysmal. I've been calling it out. And we can't do nothing about it because we don't have anybody who can get their own shot. Taj Jones shot twice last night off the bench. Rui Hachimura, thank goodness he had an off game because he's been scoring, outscoring our, our whole bench himself. Like, it, it's crazy. So this summer, after, after hopefully, <laughs> hopefully after Wednesday, King climbing, you know, kings are meant to fall, kingdoms are meant to fall. Hopefully this ain't the fall of our kingdom. Climate can look itself in the mirror and say, what kind of Memphis Grizzlies team do we want to have? Because if we're going to come from the team we had last year to this embarrassment that we saw, what are we doing as an organization? We got to we gotta get rid of the bad energy. We got to get rid of players that don't need to be on this team for us to progress. And y'all know exactly who I'm talking about, who I'm referring to. Anybody on this podcast, it's time. Like Draymond saying, in order for us – to progress as a franchise and become a real dynasty, some of these players got to go. So now I'm looking at front office Grizzlies. I'm looking at front office, what are y'all going to do? Because King Climber, we've been giving you the credit for King on this podcast. No hate at all. But it's time for you to do your damn job. Other than that, we're going to waste, we're going to continue to waste probably the next three, four years of John Moran's career, which probably will be his prime because he don't know when not to try to dunk on somebody. Like, come on, man. We finna waste and, and it's still this is on John Moran as well. So we need to maximize what we have now. We we see Jaron Jackson, what he's becoming offensively, he still ain't there. Desmond Bang is becoming that, that guy. I like it. But who else are we gonna have? Who are we gonna have coming off the bench playing defense? That's my biggest thing. We we failed over the summer as a Grizz organization, and now we're seeing it. And I, I hate to have been right, but here we are now. I passed it. Whoever got it, got it. Just go. Whoever want it. <laughs> well, whoever cut it. Shitty, Shitty, you want you want to go? Or you won't need me to take it. Cut, Shitty. <laughs> I, I, okay, I, I'll go, big fella. I go. Well, I, I will only talk about last night because the rest of my stuff will be ready for after this game uh, for talk that we have. Basketball coach. I'm going to break down game four to the point that uh, my brother has already made. On a two-on-one fast break, it is never the first option for the player with the ball to keep the ball, especially when the other player that is in front of him is already open. There is a rule in basketball. You reward the bigs. If he's going down the floor, give him the ball and let him create. If all else fails, right, if all else fails and he can't score – you should be right there, reset, score, whatever it may be. That's a mistake. Let me keep going. As the game continued to go by, there's about a minute left in the game. Um, we were Grizz were up one-on-one and 100, actually, at this time. And there is this play. They just got the rebound. By the way, Lakers missed a shot. Um, the Grizzlies are going down the floor. Again, it's just over a minute left. Guess how many timeouts we got? Two. If we got two timeouts left, the ball in our possession with a one-point lead, Taylor Jenkins, let me ask you a question. In a must-win game four, why are you not subbing offense and defense? Why is that not happening? Instead, let me tell you what happened. On that play, after they got the rebound and went down the court, and it should have been a timeout call, Lakers already set up their defense. You left, you called a play, in which Dylan Brooks looked at you like you were crazy, but to the right of John Morant, who was a right-handed player, you had Dylan Brooks and Xavier Tillman. 
on the left of him was Desmond Bain and um, Jaron Jackson Jr., right? Which, why are those two together and the other two together? When you have a right-handed player that's about to go to the, what is he about to do to? Go to the rim. So as he's going to the rim and creates contact and a foul, he could have kicked it back out to somebody who was open, but guess what? Nobody was open. Who are you going to throw it to? Xavier Tillman? Are we still rewarding Xavier Tillman because he gave you a decent performance in one game? Yes, you are. Your fault. So anyways, John Moran goes to the line. Does he make both of those? Of course not. He only makes one. So now, 102-100, whatever, right? So we get into this last possession of the game. The Lakers have the ball at half court. This is NBA basketball. You can choose the zone or you can choose the man. Last time I checked, if I remember correctly, so many people in Grizz Nations, and I exude and believe in this as well, we said Dylan Brooks is the best perimeter defender on the team. He is quite possibly should have been in the running, possibly top 10 maybe, of defensive player of the year. There are two top 75 talents on the other team. LeBron James, Anthony Davis. If your defensive player of the year, who was just rewarded that trophy, is on AD, then damn it, you, Dylan Brooks, need to be guarding LeBron. Not Xavier Tillman, who just got done getting cooked by Austin Reeves, the previous possession. Let's not forget. But you left him in. Cool. Where do they go? They go to LeBron. Now hear me out. On a situation like that, basketball coach when they're doing screens you tell your best defender to stay with their man everyone else can switch you let xavier tillman out there with who else no offense john moran the pick and roll was lebron and dennis schroeder he's gonna win that even if lebron misses that Anthony Davis was right there, and John Moran was on his back, by the way. So if Anthony Davis makes that, that's an and one. And now we're not even talking about anything past that. But let, let's keep going in this game, right? So now there's, what, 0.8 seconds left? Thank God it wasn't 1.8 seconds left, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Because if it was 1.8 seconds left, if you remember the game correctly, after the block shot, LeBron James hit a three-quarter shot all, all net. Game. Best rewind. Why do you not have in Luke Kennard with a minute and some change left with two timeouts remaining for an offensive defense? If you're going to reward, if you think that Xavier Tillman is that good defensively, great. He's a liability on offense. You need to spread the floor because, as we've already named, John Moran is going to the rim. He doesn't have a mid-range shot, and he don't have a three-point shot. He don't have any other shot besides a dunk, okay? That's his signature. That's that's the jaw ones. That's it, okay? You have to sub. It's okay to sub. It's okay to beep, beep, timeout. Let me get my defense in or my offense in so that I can spread the floor and give John Morant four shooters and give the Lakers some hell when it's time. Then call it. It was the Grizzlies game to win, and by God, it was the Grizzlies game to lose. They go back to the FedEx Forum 2-2. It's a different series. Now you go back home, down 3-1, with your legs between your tails, wondering what the heck happened. I can't wait to discuss further about all this later on in this segment. I'm now passing it over to our 3AD gentleman. What is good? Um, Yeah. I don't even know where to start here. Um, first thing I want to ask is why do you, why did you go out of your way to acquire Luke Kennard? Luke Kennard has, for his career, has been the top percentage-wise in three-point shooting. And you mean to tell me you can't find a way to get this man 30 minutes? I don't care what he doesn't give you defensively. You had a defensive player of the year anchoring your defense. You can get by. There's no way that I have the top three-point shooter who, if I'm not mistaken, he was close to shooting around 50% this season since coming to the Grizzlies. Why is he not out in the game? 
I, I, I that 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 just bothers me. That's number one. Second, what the hell was that play that was called to in overtime? Like, if you're going to go to job, I guess. But I can again, answer it. Go ahead, real quick. If you were to go back and literally watch before the uh, the play happened, you can go and see John Morant say something. He literally said, "I'm a boom pop, and I'm a pop out." That's literally what that play was. He was going to boom and come back out. That's what he said. John Morant called that play. That's fine, but why not be a decoy and try to set yourself up for a catch and shoot with either Desmond Bain or, excuse me, Luke Kennard? <laughs> Worst case scenario, you get a, a, a jump shot three, you get fouled, you have a chance to win the game. All you have to do is make two out of the three. But, and man, like I, my name says here, just hold on, I'm coming home. I got to eulogize Dylan Brooks, man. It, it's It's... It's tough for me to defend them. Like, don't get me wrong. I was the good cop while everybody was the bad cop. I, I would go to bat for him when he shoots bad but still plays pretty decent on the defensive end. You know, I'm cheering just like everybody else. You know, hashtag acknowledge our grind, son, everything else. But if, when you were as abysmal as he's been this entire series, it's, 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 it's tough. Um I don't know what what got into him. I don't know what's happened. I probably have an idea. Maybe he should have stayed out of the weight room of the past two seasons because last time he shot the ball, it's pretty decent and pretty well was that 2021 season. And if you look to there and look now, it's two completely different uh, Dylan Brooks. That Dylan Brooks back then is uh, a little bit smaller. Is it affecting his shot? Probably so. I'm not using that as an excuse. He's got an adjust. And I've said this months ago. When Dylan was having his shooting slump, with, shooting slump, which practically feel like it's lasted the entire season, when you don't make your shots, it's going to be difficult for you to be on the floor. No matter what you do on the defensive end, if you're not making wide open threes, which we know you're going to have because of the greatness of John Morant, the emergence of Jerry Jackson Jr., I'm going to give him his shout out uh, because even though he didn't play, he didn't shoot the ball relatively well. For them to have 14, 14, and five blocks on a bad game, that's a that's a pretty decent upside. So that's my positive for Jerry Jackson Jr. But when you know you're gonna get open shots and you're not making them, it makes it extremely hard for you to be on the floor. And to top it all off, the person you're supposed to guard, Xavier Tillman did a better job guarding LeBron James than you, which also says something, which shifts my focus to Taylor Jenkins. The moment this was happening, happening. Dylan Brooks should have been benched for Luke Kennard. Like, Luke Kennard should be up there playing 40-plus minutes. If Luke Kennard is getting cooked on the defensive end, that is fine. But if he's getting wide open threes and knocking them down, hey, threes are more than twos. I can, li I can live with that. And then the Grizzlies, even when Luke Kennard was out there, the Grizzlies wasn't doing a good job of actually finding him. Now, of course, you got to commend the Lakers for their defense a little bit. I do got to give them their credit. But this game, this series – was the Grizzlies to win, and all they had to do was just make their shots. Like, you you, you make your wide-open shots, you make your threes. We're not even talking about them being down 3-1 right now. But you got in your own way, and now here we are. It's a wrap Wednesday. I, I, I cannot see this going past Wednesday. I'll say all my talk for the Grizzlies uh, heading into the offseason for next week. But, uh, yeah, it's it's time to go. It's time to go. Ooh, tell me when they go. Shout out to E40, man. Shout out to E40. <laughs> but, <laughs> man, that's a lot. I mean, y'all have pretty much said everything, but I can continue on. To answer your question about Dylan Brooks and what's happened, he hasn't changed. He's just a six year. He said the same player he was six years ago when he first got in Grizzly uniform. What has changed a little bit from the Utah series when he played really well because somebody showed him highlights. I remember he averaged like 24 points a game in this series on like 50% shooting. He got to his box, that mid range area. And that's one thing everybody on this Grizzlies team in this series hasn't done. Desmond Bain finally did it in game four. Because before game four, I was fully prepared to give Desmond Bain all this smoke on this podcast. But he finally showed up in game four. Thank you, Desmond Bain. Thank you, Jaron Jackson. Although offensively he struggled some, he still went up kind of soft at the rim at times. And I think he just didn't need to continue to hit the right room. He's gotten bigger and everything. But Jaron really showed me something yesterday. I kept yelling out, if you're a defensive player, you make a defensive play. He did it every single time down stretch in the fourth quarter. 
he was a huge reason why the game went to overtime. He showed why he was defensive player of the year. So for that, thank you. Big three for majority showing up. John Ray, on the other hand, understand. Speaking of hand, got the injury. Why? And go back to the game one. I don't think I ever got to say got a chance to say on this podcast. Why did you try? I know why you tried, because he always tried to dunk on people. You got hurt because you tried to dunk on Anthony Davis when you had to try to dunk on him in game one. When he went up and did it, when he first did it, I said, why he dunk? Why everybody talking about change the calls, charge, all of that. True, that's that's true, all of that. That's, that's fine and dandy. That rule is still there. It might not change anytime soon. Y'all can complain about that all you want. I'm going to complain about what deals or what deal. John Randy had to try to dunk on Anthony Davis. Last night, he had to try to dunk on LeBron James. He kept doing it. And on that play, he tried to dunk on LeBron. You had Xavier Tilbury right there for, for layup. I was glad he finally did on the last possession when he threw it back to Desmond Bain because I thought he was going to try to do it again. So I know he's, what, 23 years old? At some point, bro, your, your career, you're going to have to stop acting reckless at some point, John Moran. Pay Please, attention to Derrick Rose, man, because he yes. was essentially the same way. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't change it up, this is going to happen. And here's another thing. Didn't you learn from when you tried to dunk on Joel and B earlier this season? Like when he no. met you at the rim and it didn't go through? Like nah. <laughs> apparently not. I, I I'm just yeah. saying. Like, that, 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 at some point that this stuff has to start clicking. And, and eventually he's gonna have to develop a floater or, or something, man. A consistent floater. Because he does go to it. Sometimes it, it goes in, sometimes it doesn't, but it, it needs to be more consistent for me. And here's the thing. I think he has that game. He just ain't confident in taking the shots. He had a mid-range game in the beginning of the season and the beginning of last season. But throughout the season, he reverted back to muscle memory, what we said about Dylan. When he have a good game, he revert back to muscle memory. Javon Rand would go to that game. He would show that he worked on it, but then he would resort back to his muscle memory of attacking the paint, trying to dunk on people, and trying to draw fouls. That was nothing he kept trying to do. The whole time over time, trying to draw fouls. I, I was actually proud of them for – because that's what I was mad at him about the beginning of game three. Dylan Brooks is wide open, and they kept passing the ball. Game four, that was like, oh, he wide open, but we ain't passing the ball in four quarter and overtime. Okay, Taylor Jenkins, I'm on to you now. Luke Kennard, like y'all said, I saw plenty <laughs> throughout overtime, man. You just – they literally – you look at the pitchers. They have people – they got three seconds in the lane because they wasn't guarding Dylan. <laughs> right? Yeah. They got a defensive put, three essentially because they was not guarding Dylan Brooks. Like, come on now. If you put Luke Kennard out there, I guarantee you, John Rank got plenty of space in that lane. And guess what? When the defense caves in, he can kick out to who? Somebody he could trust to make a damn three pointer. Yeah. So Taylor Jenkins, I've been getting on him all season. And like, I know people, you know, I say something else on Twitter and somebody be like, hey, Taylor Jenkins is there. Hey, y'all listen to the podcast. I've been getting on him all season. I'm tired of getting on him. He's not getting fired. He got another year. I read, I read it. Why well, I am ready to see, and I'm glad Zach Kleinman does this. He did this last year, the year before. I mean, he traded Grayson Allen. Uh, Taylor Jenkins kept playing Grayson Allen up with Desmond Bain and Anthony Melton. Zach Kleinman, all right, I'm trading him away. It's Dylan Brooks time. He still keep playing Dylan Brooks. He trusts Dylan Brooks. All right, get him up out of here. This, like y'all said, hopefully this is it. Hopefully, I think Dylan, yeah, ain't Iron Dylan the free agent at the end of the season, so he's walking. Yes, I just, just just let him walk. Don't want to be you. Don't let the dough hit you on the way out, please. <laughs> please I, I would I would I will echo the sentiments of my fellow brothers on three the Hardaway podcast and I'll just throw this out as a nugget and I'll save the rest of my offseason stuff for, for next time if I'm the Memphis Grizzlies when this series is done I am on the phone with the Brooklyn Nets immediately and I am I am offering every young player that I can potentially offer for Miguel Bridges and draft picks, this year's draft pick, next year, whatever draft picks, whatever young players you need, I am offering of all of it to Brooklyn for Mikael Bridges. It, it's just that simple. And you do not hang up the phone. I, as much as I love OG Ananobi, at some point you're gonna have to pay him. I find a way to get Mikael Bridges to Memphis. It's just that simple. Yep, I agree. And even with OG, I. You had place. Oh, you placed Dylan OG in that game last night. We probably win. <laughs> I've seen OG hit game win shots before. Although he's not a legit closer, closer. I've seen him hit a game winning two, a game winning three, like a couple of times in his career. So it's not. <laughs> I would trust a whole lot more than I trust Dylan Brooks out there. <laughs> Y'all gonna um, listen to my alien brother and myself, man. Like when we needed a big, he suggested going after Dwight. When he was preaching about getting the closer, I said go sign Carmelo Anthony. 
And lo and behold, you could have used both of them uh, last night. I'm just going to keep <laughs> keep it real. And that goes to another problem we've been discussing on this podcast for what, how many how many years we've been here? Almost three years? A veteran. Those two you just named are veterans. We got nobody over the age of 30 on this team. And the oldest guy on the team is hurt sitting on the sideline, Steve Adams. Goes back to show you again. Veteran teams win, man. Young teams struggling in the playoffs, and we're showing it again. Right. So Zach Climbing, and that, you know, we still we, we gave you your praises. You took your lumps this year. And guess what? It's fine. We still have a young team. It's fine. But this offseason, the pressure is on. Just know. This offseason, the pressure is on. But to shift away to the next topic, let's go to the media session. I didn't really watch, I don't really watch the after media sessions no more. It, it serves no purpose to me, whether win or lose. I, I hear about the next day if something really happened, right? Dylan Brooks. Now let's start back with John Morant. And I I go ahead and bust my wife out because I still bring up Mr. Mr. I'm fine and Mr. We're fine in the West. She'd be like, why you keep bringing up old stuff? Because it's not old. He was talking about this season. It was it's old in the time he said in December. But he was talking about right now. We're finding the West in the playoffs right now. Now, of course, he said that when they were fully healthy. I give you that. Steven Adams, Brandon Clark were there. But if you're the best player, if Jaron Jackson is the second best player and Desmond Bain is the third best player, you got your three best players playing right now. If all three of y'all are supposed to be all-star level caliber players, y'all should be able to overcome injuries to your fifth and seventh best player. That's just my opinion, right? If y'all are the big three, <laughs> big three is overcome those type of injuries right and y'all haven't um for whatever reason of course Robin Rand's banked up himself so I mean you got other things but still you you blown opportunities you got to find a way but you can't make that statement and Dylan Brooks can't come out and say I poke bears and he's old and you know and before the series hey I want LeBron because I want to take him out you can't do all this stuff and then say the media trying to make you out to be a villain and then both of y'all walk out in the media session I don't care what these people saying, talking about mental health all the year. Yeah, no, these folks been talking trash all year. And I guarantee you, the Grizzlies won that game. They would talk to the media. They wouldn't walk down and say, I'm out in the media session if they want, if they pulled out their win. LeBron James never hit their layup. But because they lose, and because, like I said, y'all been doing, I'll talk all this smoke. Now y'all ain't ready to face it. Oh, no, get ready because y'all might as well go in the hiding. Because Whenever, if this series ends, whenever it ends, uh, good luck. Because not only is the people who was uh, against the Grizz coming at all, some of us, like, we talking. Oh, Grizz, oh, Grizz Nation, we're going to get some of <laughs> I'm here. here. I'm here already. I've been here I, waiting on y'all to pull up. Uh, right. We, <laughs> we talking, bro. I've been waiting for this moment. Like, hey, I'm, I, I said, what, two weeks ago on this podcast, I said nothing lower than West Conference Finals is disappointing to me because we still got big three. West Conference Finals are bust. Y'all about to lose and potentially have in the first round. So what are your thoughts about Job Brand Dylan Brooks over here skipping out of the media session after game four? It's a bad look from the optic standpoint, 100 percent But with with all the talk that like Sharky just mentioned, with all the talk that you've done for the entire season, not even just the entire season, going back to last season. Because if you remember in the series against Minnesota, which if you want to keep it a bean. If Minnesota had a better coach, the Grizzlies lose that series. Ding, as well. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Who were the two main people that were shown on camera talking the most trash after they pulled off the, the W to win the series? Java Rant and Dylan Brooks. So now, with, when everything is hitting the fan, you're deciding to just um, not to talk to the media, man. Look, stand 10 toes down on it. Like, as much as we. You know, get on Draymond Green for the stuff what he does and all that stuff. The one thing that you can respect him about, he's at least going to stand on what he does. And Dylan, yeah, they made you out to be this villain, but you kind of played into this whole thing with the whole villain thing. Hence why Sane came up with the shirt, which is what I'm wearing right now. But you have to embrace it. And all of us embrace it. I was cool with it and things of that nature as well. And I just thought, okay, if this is what you're going to be, do you, but hit your shots at the same time. But also, you know, like, do you, but hit your shots. And now that you're not only haven't been playing well on the defensive side of the ball, I'm not going to get into his offensive numbers. I think he's not even shooting 30% from the field. And I ain't even three. He's not even shooting 30% from the field, which is abysmal. And at this point, you probably you not only played yourself out of a, a potential contract, you could have potentially played yourself out of the league 
because now, yeah, you may get a all NBA defensive nine, maybe. But at this point, I don't I don't see how somebody is going to even is going to look at Dylan Brooks and say, "Hey, I want to take upon take on uh that situation." And then similar with Ja, like, dude, just stand ten toes down. You had an abysmal fourth quarter in overtime. No field goals for you. Only four points, which all came from the free throw line. And time after time again, when there was a chance for you to make a play, wasn't the smartest play. You all you drove to the rim, which we all know you're going to do, looking for a foul instead of trying to finish or instead of trying to find an open man, which <clears throat> if Luke Kennard was out there, things would have been a little bit easier. But in the end, man, you just got to – it's tough. I know – Mental health and all that, you may not want to talk to me, but at least stand 10 toes down on, on what you're saying. At, at the end of the day, regardless of what you say, it is what it is. But uh, kudos to Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson, and I think Xavier Tillman as well, for at least coming out and uh, speaking with the media um, after game four. Hey, which, before she to go, which is a shame because, like you said, the two players did the most talking. Are the ones that walked out, so they got an answer for their teammates at this point. It's, it's kind of just like, like y'all supposed to, and specifically, Ja and Dylan are the quote unquote leaders. Dylan, the you know, the leader on the court, like as in like getting the team pumped up and stuff. And Ja is yeah. the best player, like he's supposed to show leadership in that position. And however, y'all can argue, I think it's, it's more to me, it hurts more on Dylan's case because. Dylan fired the first shot before the series even started. And then even after they got the W's, he kept egging on with the whole thing. So I think it looks a bit bad more so on Dylan than it is Ja. I think with Ja, it's just another layer that's added to uh, everything that's been going on with him, uh, dating back to, you know, back in the season with the situation that happened in Denver. So, yeah, if you had to ask me, it's more so on Dylan, not standing 10 toes down on everything. Yeah, I agree, especially when you consider game three. He, I think he done six to me at the game three, and that was out there to hitting LeBron in the private part and talking before the game. So, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and I, I, that him hitting, you know, LeBron in the private, I don't really think that was intentional. When you look, go back and look at that play, he, he was, it, it wasn't giant, but giant, Giants hard got the, let, the letter of the law, yeah, man. Exactly. NBA. Harden, which so. NBA, but, NBA got a pass for, but you know, hey, um, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, but he did, he get it hit, he did his spider mention in the nuts, though. So, I'm, I'm not gonna discredit that one, yeah, that was intentional. But <laughs> back to like to the point that we're making about media day, I talked about this on Twitter before about a week or two ago. It's like Ron James is, is terrible with this. What I mean by that is if they win a game. You'll see LeBron celebrating. If he loses a game, he walks off the court. He might be the first person in the locker room, right? Um, but when it comes to media coverage after a game in a playoff scenario, everyone should be obligated to be a part of that, especially your starters, but anyone that's a part of it. And LeBron, even when he was facing 3-1, still had something to say in the finals. So I do not care, okay? Let me be honest. I don't care about your mental health in regards to why you didn't want to say anything for media day. You should have said something, even if you got there and said no comment, something better than just leaving. And on top of that, you cannot, you cannot, if you can't take it, then don't dish it out. Right. That's one of the most common things to ever say to someone. And, and speaking of dishing it out, Dylan Brooks, I don't understand why you out let me go back to Ja first. Ja, you got an issue. Your issue is your you run your mouth too much. And you run in checks that you you really can't cash because it's a sport, a team sport. You can have 45 in a loss. You can have 22 in a win. It's a team sport. So you better like Draymond told you, Ja's good, maybe, but your team is not ready and this is the lakers team by the way that uh and, and pardon me i'm about to rant okay a lakers team that got rid of matt ryan who is not playing a quarterback for the uh, colts okay got roy hachamara malik Beasley, 
Jared Vanderbilt, Mo Bamba, D'Angelo Russell. You know who else they signed to the point that we make it about signing a veteran player for no reason? Tristan Thompson got signed. He just got out of somebody's legs out there in Las Vegas and got signed to a deal for the Lakers. But we can't get nobody? Let me go back. Hold on. Wait a minute. I'm not there. <laughs> okay? They're going to kick me out today. But we, the Grizzlies said, hey, guess what? We're going to put all our chips in on Luke Kennard. Right? And keep dealing Brooks, right? Hold on. Wait a minute. Pass ain't done yet. Get ready for the collection play. Woo! Yes, sir. So let me just tell you something. Dylan Brooks, since March 1st to the end of the regular season, he's played 47 more minutes than Luke Kennard. He's averaged five more minutes a game and only two points more per game. And was shooting 14% less than Luke Kennard. Let me just fast forward to, you know, I'll just talk about the playoffs because that's what we really care about, even though I had a breakdown for April. We'll just talk about the playoffs themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, you are absolutely right. Dylan Brooks has shot 51 field goals. He's made 33% of them, and he is 22% from the three-point line. Meanwhile, the man that we went all in on, Luke 316, has played 89 minutes, shot 20 shots, not even half, 20 shots. That's 40% of the shots that Dylan Brooks has had. He's made 50% of them, though. He's also made 46% of his three-point shots. So, again, why on God – basketball coach here. Why on God's green earth, with a minute and some change left, with a ball in your possession up two points – before you can steal one in LA, you can steal it in LA. Why not, Taylor Jenkins, call a timeout and get Luke Kennard in the game and eliminate whoever else? You can take out Xavier Tillman, you can take out Dylan Bruce. I don't care who you take out. But if Dylan, if, if Luke Kennard is shooting 46% from the three point line and 50% from field goals, by God, he better be he in the game. It, that's how you close out a game, sir. And so I, I, so yes, we talk about media availability. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know what Taylor Jenkins had to say about all this. Um, you Taylor Jenkins, you're no. good. Go on, go on, preacher. <laughs> if you don't mind, Taylor Jenkins, I don't know why we continue to paint this narrative of how you should be coach of the year. I, I, I don't get it. Is it because your team wins? When the best player is down or best players, okay. I can give you that. It's called being a motivator, not a coach. You might be able to motivate a few people every now and then. But everyone's motivated. If John Moran is down, Tyus Jones is playing for a contract every time he steps up. If you don't forget from the year before that, well, I mean, sign. Go ahead. Speaking of Tyus Jones. Speaking of Tyus Jones. Speaking of Tyus Jones, Mr. 7% shooting from three. (laughs) next week next week go ahead yeah, yeah you're okay you're okay you're okay but but we you missed dfb melton we're gonna be honest here yep we missed kyle anderson let's go ahead and be honest here we missed mm-hmm. veteran leadership what you we, we missed what brandon clark preaching? here and we thought that xavier tillman was going to be the the one the 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 band-aid for the cancer for everything that we're missing xavier tell me because he had i'm not discrediting his one game please believe me i'm not discrediting that game he played fantastic but last time i checked it takes four to win to win the series it takes five players and when you're not doing well you might need to be benched i.e draymond green so if you want to get to the next level, Zach Kleiman, you need to start on your bench. Matter of fact, you need to start with yourself. Because yeah. there cannot be another offseason where the Grizzlies stay pat while everyone else in the West gets better. The offseason starts the moment you lose to these Lakers. You need to be getting ready to do better. Because next year we'll see Kevin Durant more often than not. You want to see a healthier Clippers team. 
URC teams that are doing uh, transactions. I don't know about, uh, don't know about, about the healthy Clippers thing. I, I can't yeah, get up the train. Good luck. Good luck with yeah, that we'll one. We'll <laughs> Hold on. We, we, we'll play them. You, 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 True. See, you'll see Phoenix more often than not. We will. We'll, you'll see a Kings that's on the come up, like the Beam. Shout out to them. The Warriors are still the Warriors. Last time I checked, so you're going to see them a lot. So what are we going to do? Are we are we going to sit here and draft up again to get who? After the the three four players, who I mean, who the hell are you going to get? That's actually going. Yes, that's actually going to be meaningful come this time because everything you do is for this time. Those 82 games, right, it's for this time. And you're right. Go get Mikael Bridges. Give him another offer before it gets too late. Go get somebody. But God almighty, you might need to remove me from anything Grizzlies related if that man, Dylan Brooks, plays another five toes in a Memphis Grizzlies jersey after they lose to the Lakers, I'm calling six. I'll give you game five, Grizz fans. Y'all can have that and I'm get not, out of my I'm, face. I'm, I'm saying five. Okay? I'm saying five. You, you can get, you have that game five and get out of my face. Matter of fact, I hope the Lakers rest everybody. And the, the audacity. Y'all, y'all traded for Luke Kennard. Y'all traded for the one white boy. If you're not going to use him, go get Austin. That's who you should have got then. If you if you won't be BSing like that, go get Austin Reeves. Luke Kennard ain't costing you the money, but, but a, a $2 million this season, $15 million overall. Come on. Y'all sound stupid, but this is what y'all wanted, though, Grizzlies. Y'all wanted to go home, so y'all going home, and y'all ain't, y'all ain't leaving back after Game Five. After Wednesday, you're not coming back. And let's not forget, <clears throat> excuse me, let's not forget about uh, climbing and company uh, trolling us and thinking that Stephen Adams was only going to be out for five weeks. When in actuality, they probably knew he was going to be out for the season. Let me see. Uh, Mason Plumley was on the buyout market, even though he wanted to go to LA. That's the extra body you could have used. Tukanai has said at nauseum Dwight Howard should be in a, in a Memphis Grizz uniform. I guarantee you he can give you an extra eight points, eight rebounds, one or two blocks. But, Demarcus again, the, the man the, hold on, the, the, the man of the hour, Dylan Brooks, running his mouth, um, that one season game, when asked about veteran leadership, which the four of us, well, the five of us, shout out to Skyler who's not on, have said ad nauseum that they need a veteran. When asked about this, Dylan was like, no, nah, they're just trying to get their minutes. Well, yeah, maybe if they get their minutes, they could actually be effective and help this team get over the hump. Because as I said to uh, Pastor Sheedy, uh, as so eloquently put it, um, two years ago when you made the playoffs, when you stole a spot from the Warriors, all that young development stuff that went out the window. You are in win now mode because you don't know how long that window is going to stay up. And now you're in a position, you may still be a playoff team uh, going forward, but the Kings are here. OKC is coming. It's not looking good right now. Like, climbing has to knock it out this offseason. And again, I'm going to save the rest for, for next week because I don't want to give all of it away. Yep. So back to the wrist and question at hand. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it back. Oh, I'm definitely gonna bring it back. <laughs> this, this is what I'm here for. Give it to the big man again. This is what I'm here for. Because as as somebody who's had the pleasure of being able to go back and ask players, you know, interview with the media, and as somebody that unfortunately have to watch his favorite player in the NFL go through uh, the media scrutiny, which my favorite player is Cam Newton, and after the Super Bowl, he had to go through all the media thing. I say that to say this. I hope the NBA find them. I hope he, I hope he, I hope they find John Moran and Dylan Brooks for not going to the uh, to the media because you still at the end of the day, regardless of how you feel, you have to give people who are there to work a chance to do their jobs. That's what like so when I see people uh, on Twitter and saying, "Oh, oh, the media this, the media that," oh, we 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 gonna take up for our young bucks. I get it, but nah, because they in their feelings. And like I said b- before, when the smoke clear, are you going to be here? She, you hit it right on the head when you said the keyword, and that's selfish. Uh, Sharky, the, 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 the phrase ain't we're good in the West. It's I'm good in the West. I need you to have your ass at that podium at the end of the game, where you w- whether you win or lose. That's that on that. Dylan Brooks, 
I, if I never see him on the Grizz uniform, TV, whatever, I'm happy. But I'm with Sheedy, and I'm like, I'm gonna keep it short. Please do not let me see Dennis Brooks in a Grizzly uniform next season. Granted, of course, we really can't do nothing, but <laughs> they say the microphone is as strong as a gun. Oh, we're gonna use it. <laughs> we trust, trust, and believe. That's all. <laughs> I just say. I, I can almost guarantee he gone. I, I I'm gonna go. I guarantee. I'm gonna try to this thing. If Masai Ujiri wasn't on some BS, Dylan Brooks would be gone right now. Um, he and technically, yeah, that's true. Or Brooklyn, because they offered four picks for Mikael Bridges as well. So actually, would. I, I, I don't think Brooklyn would have took Dylan, but I think they would have took yeah. the four picks. But I, I, I'm, I'm saying the match contract, he had to go. Oh yeah, that's right. The match, the yeah. match. Yeah, you're right. The match the money. Yeah. So, yeah. but. Yeah, um, I just know Zach Kleiman, and that's just like I said, just remember, like I said, you don't know how long the window is open, but they're still, I mean, your best player is 23 years old. You still got a good, you still got, you still got some wicker room to, I don't, I don't want you to be as another year, but you got a wicker room to do it one more year, Zach Kleiman. But after that, no, but we're saying now, we're putting the pressure on, no, sir. Um, if Dylan Briss is coming back, we on you. I'm not even getting on Dylan, I'm not getting on nobody. I'm getting on Zach, I'm getting on Zach Kleiman. He's taking the, the king climbing leaves. He's going down to and not even Prince. He's just going down to his regular name, Zach Climbing at that point. <laughs> going down two tiers. But I I I am gonna yeah, trust with potential. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, bro's name Zachariah. Zachariah climbing. Oh my goodness. But he like I said, he took his muscle tier. And you know the key thing, and I didn't want to keep bringing up, you know, last year what was up with the after Melton, Kyle Anderson. It was what the deals. Zaire Williams was the person that was that's who they put their chips in. That's is that's the person they put their chips in. Has he played yet this series? He is I think oh, he played a he minute. Play. He ain't played since like January. Like no, I think no, he played. I think he's played one minute in this series. That's uh, well, I mean, yeah. I'm talking real minutes here. Oh, real I mean, minutes? Yep. I don't think he's been before, like you said, since January. So I agree. Right. He was the guy that that's who they put their chips in to take the next step, and he did. That's that was the person they put out his Whenever we do this season wrap up, it, it's gonna be one because I got a lot to get off my chest from this season wrap up. And I, trust me, um, with Grizz Nation, we would love to be wrong and come back here and y'all laugh at us with the Grizz to come back 3 1. I, I don't believe it's happening, but I, would I, love will, I will be, I, I guarantee you, I will be the biggest cheerleader ever if by some chance the Grizz has come back from 3 1 to win this series. But I gotta see it, and I don't see it right now. After game five, I would love for dude to be playing uh whip that trick. I love it. And you know what? The thing is, too, even if they do win game five and they playing whip that trick, it's not, it's like how oh, we gotta go back to game six to LA. Like, what where are we truly getting excited? We gotta win game six in LA before I even get even remotely thinking. Like, oh, you're man, basically you're basically saying you gotta beat LeBron James three times in a row. And you're come on now. Yep. You really think you're gonna beat LeBron three times in a row. And, and let's be honest, has LeBron had like an offensive flurry yet? He really hasn't. He hasn't shot but the ball well this series. Here's the key to that, and this is where it opens up the room for them to be able to come back. Not saying it's going to happen, but it goes back to what I said about the games, the in-between days. They're about to travel cross-country from L.A. to Memphis on one-day rest. Then if they win game five, got to travel back to L.A. on one-day rest. Then travel back to Memphis on one-day rest if the Grizzlies were to win these games. There's the opportunity to take advantage if they – that's the opportunity, but I think mentally for a young team, mentally, they don't skip out of that media session. Mentally, they look like they're out, out of yeah. And Dylan mentally, Brooks had ice team. on his knees in the first quarter. Did y'all see it? Mm-mm. I mean, I don't, I, first quarter, Dylan Brooks had ice on his knees in the first quarter. Most players pretty much have ice on their knees as playing some form Not of in the first game. quarter. Yeah, you, you good point. And to your point too, that comes back to auto degrees y'all younger. They the end that's when the injuries add up. That's when the Brandon Clark Steve Allen's being out. That's when John Morant playing hurt. That's if Dylan Bruce nursing knee. That's when that catches up to you. And that so they're just as hurt as the Lakers in this case, because Anthony Davis and LeBron James did play like 40 plus minutes. So yeah, you know, so that's there's the opportunity for them to do it. But let's let's see, they gotta show us. But the last segment of the day. That I did want to get into. We kind of already said what we expect the difference to do, but I still want to bring this question up because it pertains to it's six of these series are three one right now. One series is sweet, and one series is two two, which is the best series to go to state in Sacramento. Right now, as we're recording, 
three or three one series are going on. I believe all those will be four one by the end of this night. So we're not going to even predict. I could yeah. be wrong tomorrow, but by, by the time this episode gets released, so people actually really listen to it, which I'm releasing tonight. But those games will be playing, so it's going to all be kind of a new point tomorrow. Yeah. Or they get released. The Grizzlies will be playing the Lakers for Game Five. Also, the Market Bus will be playing the Miami Heat Game Five. Shout out to my boy Jimmy Buckets, 56 points, who are up three one, and the New York Knicks are up three one on the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they play tomorrow night. Who has the best chance to come back from a 3-1 series deficit of those three teams? The Memphis Grizzlies, the Milwaukee Bucks, or the Cleveland Cavaliers? Dang, I guess I'll go first. Um, of these teams, I believe has the best chance to come back. Um, I'm going to say full Cavs. Of all three teams, I, I, I guess I would, me not being biased, I will probably said the Bucks, but uh, I've seen what what Hemi's been able to do, um, so I I would go on a limb and say the Cavs have the best chance to come back from a three one deficit, and it's crazy. All these teams that you just named, right, that are down three one, are also having the home court advantage. Yep. That's wild. And all of them lost game one. Game one. No Every more. Every last one of them. No more overreactions about game one anymore. Game one is crucial. One, four, and I'll keep at that. But I, I'll go Gavs. I think Donovan Mitchell still has some type of ump in him left. Um, I, I The Bucks can get game five. But I don't see them stretching it all the way. And I've been the writing's on the wall for the for the Grizzlies. So I, that's not even up for consideration for me. So I'll say Cavs. A part of me wanna still, I don't know why, man. <laughs> joke is a joke to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I feel like it, it I feel like Ed man could potentially have an Andrew uh I'm gonna call us Andrew Lee. Of course you a went Jimmy to the Butler. series I didn't mention. Of course you <laughs> would go to the series that you man go hey, ahead. By, you know way, the, by the way, the Nuggets were three oh. So you saying Minnesota be the first you saying Minnesota for the go for three oh the joke is a joke. Okay, and even if so, now even if okay. so, my boy my boy KD ready for him. So I'm I'm good regardless. So um I of course. I don't know, man. Hopefully, hopefully, um, and man can pull it out, pull out some 40 piece, something like that. I would love for the Cavs to be it, but they in this kind of the same boat as the Grizzlies, other than they not talking, <laughs> they ain't said a word. So, I mean, they kind of in the same boat, if you ask me honestly. And the Knicks, right now, they're the I guess the best defensive team right now in the playoffs. So, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of tough for me picking the Cavs. I'm not picking the Grizzlies. I mean. <laughs> we ain't finna, we ain't been on this podcast 53 minutes for me to say hey the grid's gonna come back though so i mean can't can't go that one the celtics they finna wrap up the hawks now so i've been on the timberwolves bag and the wind bag and you know the whole season so why not in on it you know what i'm saying why not not saying it's gonna happen though but why not yeah it's not it's gonna be all about time this episode get released yeah. cool with me cool oh, with me. that mean that mean kd ready for you I, and i can't wait i'm here for all the smoke on that one Oh man, this is this is tough. Um because the cat because the Cavs and the Grizzlies have pretty much played the, the exact same. They haven't been able to make any kind of shots uh whatsoever. Um remember the books and he is the other. I know the books and the he's the other, but Hemi Butler, we, we he gonna get you at least one more. And he's got one more in South Beach. So he He'll he'll get you that one more. Yeah, that like so I, 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 she she's looking like a profit on that series. Let's just keep it way to go, Sheedy. Um, but you said out of the three, who is probably the most likely? Who has the best chance? More the so. best chance. All the more disadvantage. Obviously, I don't think it's gonna. I honestly don't think it's gonna happen. We said the writing is on the wall. I'm gonna go to Grizz. I I I, I really think. I mean, it really depends on what happens in game five, 100%. I, I've seen enough of the Cavs. Maybe they get one good game from Donovan Mitchell, but they, I think their last game, they they couldn't even cross 80, man. That, like, that's, that's, 
that's tough. They they really need some help on the offensive side of the ball. So I kind of expect New York to kind of wrap this up, wrap this up in six at the most in MSG. Um, but yeah, the most likely, and again, I don't think it's gonna happen, but out of these three teams, the most likely I'm I'm gonna go with the Grizz. Um, because essentially all Memphis have to do is hit their shots. <laughs> Taylor Jenkins make the adjustments he needs to make, which is bench Dylan Brooks, play more Luke Kennard, and they just need to hit their shots. They hit their threes, then we're, we're, we're talking about something different. But again, I still think this is over in, in, in five for the Grizz. But out of those three teams, if you ask me the most likely to make a comeback, I'm going to say the Grizz. I'll rock with that only because they still, they, the Lakers are playing with half of AD right now. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the key. That's the thing. Like AD, 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 AD hasn't been AD, and LeBron James has not shot well at all this series. Like he had a he had a twenty twenty game. Bro hasn't had twenty twenty game. He didn't have a twenty twenty game in his prime. So (laughs) that 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 should tell you something. So yeah, out of those three, man, I'm gonna stick with the Grizz. It's the most likely out of those three to come back. Good job, bro. That's a good one, man. That's a good one. Although you know, once team show you who they are, believe them. They done the same thing. They missed shots for four games, and Terry Jenkins and made it just for four games. So. I mean, it's the same. It's the same thing with Cleveland, though. But I, 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 just, I just think the way the Knicks are playing right now, they they're gonna pack them up. Yeah, so. I think so too. I think yeah. like two said, I think the Cavs and the Grizzlies are pretty much in the same stage. But I could, like I said, I even said I could see the the Grizzlies have the op- They really do have a true opportunity to come back from three one, especially with the the one day rest thing traveling against yeah. the older team that I that just played the overtime game the other night. Yeah, they, they they got the opportunity, but I'm gonna go with Milwaukee. I guess y'all know Jimmy Butler, my boy, but and I told y'all in the group me, bam, bam is some ass, bro. And I said it right here. Yeah, bam is bro. a bomb. Yeah, man, no sir. Um, and play out, play out, bam, is, no sir. Is Giannis like fully healthy or he's still playing? Nah, it's half of Giannis. It's half Giannis, but remember, Jimmy Butler had to go off 56. They were down by double digits in the fourth court. He had to go off 56 for them to win that game. Could yeah. he do it again? Sure. But Tyler Hero is out. Vidal Depot is out. Giannis, Ooh. even half Giannis is back. To me, and I saying they're gonna do it. I predict he's gonna hit finish him off in six. But to all of these groups, I think Milwaukee has the best shot because you do have a superstar in Giannis. Even half of Giannis had what well, he dropped yesterday, 25 and 10 or something. Yeah, triple double uh yesterday. So triple double, yeah. Yeah, still Giannis, right? Uh and yeah. Miami Heat after Jimmy Butler. Are you? We want to mention Caleb Martin, right? You think he'll do that again? Oh, okay, <laughs> now, now let's okay, let's, let's move on. I know, top I ten, know, let's go, man. I'm about to say, I know, let's I know, go, bottom top 10, ten. I know, bottom ten. Lowry's made some defensive plays now, but yeah, you know, bottom ten. <laughs> but first, man, bottom ten, Lowry. Lord Jesus, <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs> Oh man! Just for that, I I hope the Bucks come back. <laughs> I hope the Bucks come back and embarrass. How it's dare gonna you? He gonna be bottom ten for real? For that to happen? Why not? Yeah, he's really gonna be bottom ten. <laughs> Why can't be mid ten? Why gotta be bottom, man? I, I guess he could be mid, bro. That'd Just for that, Middleton gonna put thirty on y'all up. next game. Let's he go. Probably will. He probably will. <laughs> okay, we're okay with that. We just need to win game six. We can lose game five. <laughs> Oh man, but that does it for the show. That I love yeah. y'all. Grizz <laughs> Nation, man, we all still here. We all gonna argue. We all gonna fight. We all disagree about how everything is happening. But just know, we all still, all of us are still fans of the team. We may disagree with each other. It's all good. That's what happens in sports. Hopefully, things turn around for the better this week. If not, like y'all said, y'all heard it here. Hopefully, Dylan Brooks ain't back. But. We'll see what happens going forward. Our next episode will either be season ending episode or we're talking about the next round potentially in the comeback and really like doing a whole 360 we'll be doing this episode. But needs to say, remember, follow us on Twitter at Starting 5 and I'm 5 mem and follow Plus City Media at Plus City underscore media on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok and listen to all the other plethora of podcasts on the Plus City Media Podcast Network. Also, remember to follow me on Twitter at the one D A O N E underscore P Shark. Yeah, I'm at the Art of Trevor. You know, of is a preposition, so don't capitalize it. And uh, yeah, I am making my way home. So um, yeah, last time, Dylan Island. Peace.
Shout out to Drake. Concert June 29th. Pay this form. I mean, what a plug. I know them tickets about an MLGW bill out there, boy. I'm good on mm-hmm. that one. <laughs> debt, plus, debt, plus, debt plus a mortgage plus rent <laughs> it's really shitty man i have nothing else to say after that one man at tev shakira man and just a piece of advice for all my men out here if you ask for the smoke and you receive it make sure you're willing to stand in it man principles nothing else to be said except follow our fifth member at underscore skylito no, don't plug, here. don't don't tag him. He ain't here. Don't plug him. Hey, he's been consistent the last couple weeks. He nah, he, he has an excuse after. He, 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 <laughs> yes, he's good. He has an excuse after. Oh, I thought they said different about you earlier. Okay, keep going. <laughs> to this time. Go Grizz. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Go Grizz. Hopefully. <laughs>